With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right, let's get back to Ulrika. Ulrika, I just gave you a massive wind-up. Said you're a jet-setting, globe-trotting jockey because you are one. How are you doing? Oh, that's very kind of you. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'm just on my way down to the races. No, so, yeah. All right, we'll see if we can keep the phone line open. So you're off to New Plymouth. You've got three rides, is it? You had one scratching, is that about right? Yeah, that is correct. Uh, I was probably lucky to keep three, three of my rides because there seems to be a lot of scratching today. And uh, I'm really looking forward to riding all three of them. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to talk to you because I thought they were all in the market. Stage three in the yeah. same colours... Uh, for, for Sean and, and Colm, in the same colours as reinstatement. So they're both right there in the market. Um, stage three, I thought third up today, could could win. I just I guess there's a, a, going to be a massive query with how horses handle the track today, Ulrika. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but looking at her form before, she has handled a bit of given the ground. Uh, so I'm hoping it won't be too before her. Uh I'm excited that we're going left-handed this time around because we went right-handed last time at Toronga and I didn't feel that she really liked that. And looking at her record, she actually hadn't performed anything going that way around either. So she's a bit exciting. Um, reinstatement, first time riding her. But the distance should suit going up from a mile to 1,800. And uh, she seems to be having a good speed late in the race. So hopefully we can get some use of that and... With the heavy track today, I don't think I should be too concerned about the barrier growth. No, not at all. You'll be in the right part of the track there in a small field. Yeah. Uh, you, you, now, I've just been doing a bit of reading about you this morning. You are a fascinating character, aren't you? Because you are, uh, uh, just reading between the lines, you must be hyper-competitive. Is that right? Uh, yeah. yeah, that is correct. I don't like finishing at the bottom. It's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> so so you you travel wide and far, literally. We're talking the UAE, we're talking America, we're talking France, obviously Sweden's where you do your riding in the summer when they race. And you're here in New Zealand, yeah. but you're not you're not here to make up the numbers, are you? So you, you you're desperate for black type, is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a few black type wins in Europe, but when I was here as an apprentice I obviously didn't ride much in the bigger races, so that's my goal to get one here when I'm here and and I try and work away with it, and the horses have been running good in the big races so far, so I'm really very thankful for that. And be nice to sit back on Karuba Jack today. I've ridden him a couple of times, and he's really given me everything. Um, probably distance a little bit short today, but it would be very nice to get the black type race for Amber and for me. Well, he's look. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be bothered by the track at all, by uh, the Jackalbury. So. Um, yeah. Look, who knows? And again, it could be quite testing out there, which could make that distance a, a suit you guys a, a wee bit more. And I, I, I've been um, so pleasantly not well, surprised, but it's you must be absolutely thrilled with the support you're getting from the likes of Andrew and Amber and Sean. And like you, you're really, and you are a tidy rider. You're, you're riding really well. So. We, the, the, the difference from when you left New Zealand to when you've come back, are you a completely different rider, do you think? Uh, 
Yeah, I would. I'd like to hope so because I'd ridden 40 winners when I left New Zealand, um, and uh, I am very thankful for the support I'm getting. It's uh, not something you take for granted that you show up uh, at a circuit and trainers giving you that type of ride. It's uh, very thankful for that, and um, I have to do my job and do my part and make sure I do my job well too. But yeah, so- I, I'd say I'm more of a completed rider now than I was before but you're always working to become better and there is some things that you need to adjust to when you come from riding with different whip rules and uh, different pacing in Europe than it is here but it's, uh, it's an advantage that I have ridden on this circuit as much as I have before. Now I loved talking to Joe Doyle and Warren Kennedy about this uh, when those boys came here um, the difference yeah. and what what it took them the longest to get used to down under. What, what is it? What did it take you a, a wee while? You've been back here now. What are we? Three months and a bit. So, what 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 took you a couple of weeks to get your head around again racing in New Zealand? Oh, for me, it was the 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 whipper. Like you're you're allowed to use the whippers quite quite liberally here, uh, <laughs> and that was. <laughs> What took longest for me to get used to. I was used to riding the pace that was here before, so that was a couple of races. And yeah, they ride very tight and tidy here in New Zealand, so that's appreciated to be competing with riders like that. Yeah. Okay. So, and and in in Europe, or let's say Sweden, for example, where I know you had mega success. Was it? Am I am I remembering this right? You you the first woman to win the premiership up there. Yes, I was. So yes, that was a that was a good year. That was good, good going. Uh, good, good, good. Yeah, understatement. That's historic, Ricky. That is that's <laughs> yeah. like that. There's only one person that gets to be the first to do something. So, what, what's the riding like up there? Is it if you had to compare it to a, you know a, a race day around New Zealand or, or, or you know the standard of it? Is it is it comparable? Is it a, a little bit? You know, do you get the better rides more often? How does it work? Yeah, well. When you're based somewhere, of course, you're getting better support than when you're just here for a short time. And uh, it is a bit different. Uh, in Sweden, we would race 70% on the dirt track and maybe 30% on the turf track. And the dirt track would be very similar to American racing, which means hard speed early. You've got to get out yeah. of the gate quick. And uh, not very many horses will want to come from too far back in the field. Uh, but I found when I came back riding in Sweden, I had a big advantage riding on the turf because I'd been riding a lot more on the turf than some of the riders here. Um, the, the money is a little bit less than New Zealand, but it's not bad price money. Now, with the increase in takes money here in New Zealand, um, bear in mind, us jockeys, we do get 10% in Europe. So um, if you're doing okay, you're, you're still able to have a nice life. Um, but yeah, the horses... Here in New Zealand, I like the way they're bred. They're, they're real racehorses. Whereas sometimes the breeding we have on them at home, they're quite hot and uh, quite fresh horses. So I appreciate coming and riding the New Zealand horses here. <laughs> Less likely to get thrown off, in other words. <laughs> yes, you can put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Maybe we need to start a bit of a bloodstock trade between New Zealand and Sweden. This could be a business opportunity for us. We we might be able to send some of our horses up there and um, get you know integrate them into the system. It's interesting you say that about yeah. the dirt racing, 
because you're right. So you watch some of these American races, and I know you've raced there, and, you know, like these horses are being punched out from the kind of 600 and, and running away, and nothing's making ground on them. It's quite different, isn't it? Yeah, it is very different. And it's nice to keep up on the speed on the dirt track because you get very, very dirty when you're in the kickback. So you can spend some time cleaning your gear too. <laughs> well, I hate to break it to you, but I think you're going to taste some of that uh, Taranaki, very fine Taranaki soil today. Ulrika, yeah, I, I suspect... I, I will <laughs> we'll be enjoying it. <laughs> Hey, so you were, we saw you at the Karaka Millions Resplendent and Blue last week and you, you, had, a, you had a good look around and uh, you, you got to be back at Ellerslie. I'm, I'm curious, yeah. because you've been around the world and you're probably a great person to ask, are you, what do you make of where we are at in New Zealand at the moment? And, and because when you've been, since you've been gone, it hasn't been you know, the happiest of days by our standards and there's been a bit of... You know, some not dark times, but some tougher times for you know uh, the industry participants. But being at Ellerslie on Saturday, how special was that? And did you really enjoy the day? Do you feel like we're on the right, heading the right way? I was very happy to be back on Ellerslie on Saturday. You could also feel among my colleagues and the crowd that was there that everyone was just really happy to be back uh, at Ellerslie. It's a special course, and I got to say the grass was terrific like it looked like a carpet when we walked the track before the races and they've done a lot of updating around the facilities at LRC too and the racing industry in general has been modernized a lot since I was here and you can see that with the industry it's looking very positive now coming I have read a little bit about there was a few issues during the years I have been away so hopefully this I reckon we've lost her on the way to New Plymouth, but that's okay. Yeah, you, you got the picture. What a bright, intelligent young woman. Um, she races everywhere around the world. I'm, I'm talking, yeah, Dubai, uh, Saudi Arabia, America, France, obviously her, her home country in Sweden, and she's back in New Zealand, a bit of riding in Australia as well. So uh, fascinating. Joe, I want you to go say thanks. Uh, track her down, send her a text. That was that was that was bloody cool. Um, and I think you get her sentiment there around the uh, like amongst her colleagues and the the people, the racing fans, the punters that were on track at Ellerslie. I, I agree. You know, it was there was a really good atmosphere there of uh, goodwill. Um, her best ride today would probably, I suspect, be in race number three, stage three. Um, but saying that, I think all three of them, Stage 3, Karuba Jack, and also Reinstatement. Yes, Reinstatement are each way chances. So hopefully she can uh, win race today and we can have the good luck. We can be the, the good luck charm for Ulrika Holmquist. Only thing I wanted to ask her is when she's going home and if with all this good energy she might be interested in staying a bit longer. Anyway... That's uh, Ulrika Holmquist, so that was a, a nice conversation to have. Good to learn a little bit more about a jockey. And what we're going to do, we're going to talk to another very talented young woman in the, the racing game, Sam Minot. Up after this, I spoke to Sam yesterday. She's sending a horse down south to a Wingatui today. Verismo, you heard Joe Doyle. It's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a risk, but Sam is a very good judge. She's got an equestrian background, and we're going to learn a little bit more about her up after this on the mail run. 